0: Hey, you, come here, come here, listen to this. What? Listen to this episode. Uh, we just had Scott on for the third time, so he's got that uh, strong lead over of, of other uh, guests, so yep. kudos to Scott. What did you guys take away today?
1: Uh, I really enjoy that uh, Scott brought up this idea of uh, engaging in a conversation with people and um, being open-minded and humble enough to accept if they, are, if they offer sort of constructive criticism, um, being in the state of mind to receive that in a well way. And I thought that was great because um, Scott actually provided that for me in a uh, recent basketball game of ours.
2: Yeah, and Scott being a third-time guest now, he knew that there was a lightning round coming, so what he actually did was he came up with his own lightning round questions and asked the three of us to answer those for him.
0: Yeah, so uh, listen, listen to that. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure Podcast, a podcast that reminds you that a conversation is still a bit of a thing. My name is Min, and I'm in studio with Dao and Dean. Do I always say Dean and Dao, Or do I say Dao and Dean? I mean it doesn't matter.
2: I think you mix it up. You just say D and D. Yeah. i yeah, D? I'm
1: in studio with D and D, and today we have our first triple threat repeat dude in studio. I'm trying to come up with a cool title for triple that. Triple Crown. The triple crown of the co guest, Scotty. How you doing, brother?
3: I'm just glad it's it's warm out. I mean, obviously not today, but the change of seasons, man. I'm yep. just so jacked for it to be warm again. It
1: feels like spring.
3: Yeah, it does, especially last week. But yes.
1: This last week was actually a little too hot for me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to be able to walk outside in like a a long sleeve, mm-hmm. and that was not that was not possible okay. this week. That's fair. And growing
3: up, yeah. I was always pretty stubborn about like owning the winters and be like, oh, Minnesota, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have thick skin here. But <clears throat> recently, I'm just like, God, the winter months here suck. Like, <laughs> it does. I'm just opening on it's like, it sucks, and like I I can just tell it in my my like daily energy. Like getting mm-hmm. out of bed, I'm excited to go do things you know, just outdoor activities and softball and just just excited more for life, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah even just, oh, yeah. like,
1: a month ago when, like, it, you could go outside and not, like, have to step on snow or, like, feel like you're freezing. Like, it was crazy how happy people were. The oh, spring yeah. was pretty, ex- like, that was extreme. Mm-hmm.
3: The worst is, like, wearing the wrong kind of shoes and, like, stepping into that, mm. like, frozen slush before you get into work with, like, mm. a f- wet...
1: Cold foot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Minnes- Winter in Minnesota. We love it. Everyone's favorite. Every, every, everyone's favorite. Uh, you did you do the speed round the second time you were on?
3: Yeah. So I have a surprise for you guys. Oh. Yeah. Insert insert surprise. Uh, Already? What? We're three we, minutes in. I don't like this. We're three we, minutes in. I don't like this. We, I don't like this. No. I mean, you, guys doing, you guys have been doing. Ooh. You guys have been doing lightning rounds for all of your guests. Blindsiding these people, <laughs> these innocent poor people. <laughs> But my question to you is, have you had the wrath of a lightning round? No. Has the has the table been turned on you guys? Yeah. Never, right? Never. No one ever cares about me.
0: I've never
1: even had like these two have had their own episode. Mm-hmm. I've never had my own episode. Good. Yeah. So <laughs> It'll never here's,
0: happen if you're talking all, about it. <laughs> keep down room, it's never happening.
3: If I keep bitching, maybe one of these times. <clears throat> here's how this is gonna go down. All right. So you guys had your list of questions. I loved it. It was uh is a get to know you yep. and a conversation starter. Yep. As you know, I'm an a little icebreaker. An nice. icebreaker. Um, I'm a little outside of the box, so my questions are going to be a little out there. But I think they'll Good. be embraced. Um We're going to do this snake style, okay? okay? Since we have three of you, yeah. Snake. We got Dawson I'm to my left, man across, and then Dean to my right. So we'll start. Well, human human centipede, ass to mouth,
1: ass, ass to nice. mouth. I always wanted to be the middle one with yeah. Human, yeah that's Coming the one I wanted to be.
3: That's weird. Let's just make sure we don't get lost in the snake. So this is how it's going to go. Dawson is going to start. Mm-hmm. He's going to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Men, you are then going to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Dean is then going to answer the question. I'm going to ask a new question. Dean will answer first. Fair It'll enough. come back to Min. Men. And then to Dawson, and then Dawson will get a new question, and then that's God. how the snake works. I'm mm-hmm. already a confused. Fantasy, fantasy draft. A fantasy draft. <laughs> snake yeah. style. Yeah.
1: S- I thought you were smart, dude. This dude was talking about Nishi Philosopher's last episode. All right. <clears throat> you ready, Scott? I'm
3: ready. Uh, cue the music. But we can't play music uh, today, I so know. pretend. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're going to put it in. You're yes. going to edit it yes. in. Yes. Okay. So that was what was cool with like my lightning round was like I was hearing music. You know, we'll we'll reserve that and and it'll be exciting to hear during the final product. So, right, Here we go. Lightning round. The triple threat, the triple crown. Recurring guest. Dawson's up first. Your first question is fuck, marry, kill the people in this room.
0: (laughs) Uh, Easy. I would fuck Dean. I'd marry Min and I'd kill Scoo.
1: Wow, I thought you would fuck me. Nah. You need my life partner. Nice. That's a good call. Good yeah. call, yeah. Happiness until we die. Do I answer the same one? Yeah.
3: We're doing this. This is this Ooh. is a slow burn lightning.
1: Mary Dean. Uh <laughs> Man, I don't know. Mary Dean. Uh
2: fuck Scott out Dean? uh, uh fuckman <laughs> kills scott mary dawson yes nice i'm dying a lot of yes yeah. <laughs> uh, don't know how
0: that, that's why you're a character kid. yeah <laughs> so you're a guest on a host <laughs> all right dean <laughs> trick question dean they you're up die. you're yeah. up on the, the yep. back
3: end of the snake the ass of the snake <laughs> <laughs> all right uh jesus of nazareth Almost has been near. resurrected and he has returned he shows up at your doorstep what is the first meal that you prepare for him? Now, you can cook anything in the world, but what do you prepare for Jesus, knowing Jeez. that this will go into history books?
2: I probably just microwave, like, a tortilla with cheese.
3: Anything in the world, wait, and you're going to microwave something. Well, I have, so... <laughs> you're going to you're gonna microwave a tortilla. Wait, wait, okay,
2: so so Jesus shows up to my house, and all of a sudden, I have an infinite pantry of supplies. That's yeah. what I was thinking, too. And
3: you, you have the ability to cook...
2: Oh. like Anything. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant just like what's in my fridge. What no, can I make? No, no, Jesus. No. Oh. Infinite
1: resources. You know, infinite I'm making... ability. Okay, okay. Okay. I was in that space too. Yeah. I was oh. thinking like this. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, yeah. if somebody rang my doorbell, yeah. one, I would look out the window and
2: be like, <laughs> fuck. that. Yeah. I'm not getting the door. But by the off chance I actually got the door, I'd be like, Jesus. And then and then I suddenly have the skill to make whatever yeah. I imagine. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I would just, I mean, I'd make him my favorite food, which would be just like Chinese dumplings. Nice. Yeah. I I've like mm-hmm. like never seen these before.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not from my region of the world. Yeah. Uh, I would make him a hamburger. Uh, just a, a cheeseburger.
3: Okay. With, a bacon with, cheeseburger? with bacon. <laughs> with bacon. <laughs> uh, Can uh, yeah. he eat that though? With bacon and cheese. Could Jesus eat a bacon cheeseburger? No.
1: Mm. He was a Jew.
3: Right on. <laughs> Dawson. Pulled pork? <laughs> <laughs> So we got Jesus is going <laughs> to eat dumplings. Like, uh, what am I eating? Uh, like, well, it's not kosher. <laughs> All right, Dawson, you're uh, returning now with the snake. When and what was the last book you you finished reading? Finished. Finished? Done.
0: Uh, well, I'm in the middle of the dirt motley crew one right now, but I haven't finished that. So that takes it out. I think the last one I actually finished was Michael Pollan's um, How to Change Your Mind. Nice. But, yeah, I'm, I have like three or four going right now. <clears throat>
3: What? What, when when did you finish? Uh, that's what you said. Um, it was probably a that's year, hilarious. year and a half ago? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why'd you say it in that? That's job? hilarious. <laughs> 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 that's so snarky.
4: So so starky. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm tired, dude. That's hilarious! So You're tossing. You are hilarious. <laughs> hit hit the <this> snare drum. <laughs> All right, but, man. Let's, uh, let's bring yeah. this back. In course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Michael Pollan's "How to Change Your Mind," but you I'm not. I'm not done with it, but I'm close. Um, before that, I think it was a Sam Harris book, um, but I don't remember which one. It could have been like "Lying," um, or uh, he hasn't. What's this po- Waking Up?
2: Waking up yeah. or lying. For, from Sam Harris. Okay. Dean. Uh well, okay. It was it was a study guide for the Oracle Java 8 programming test. <laughs> 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 if we're legit book, yeah. yep. but actual like I don't know, like novel or whatever. It was probably mm. less than zero. <laughs> From college.
1: Oh my! Nice. From history yeah, of rock and I roll. Remember that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. really like
1: that book. Yeah, it was, like, as like as dry as it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, something about that book got me good. Yeah,
3: good, good, good. All right, Dean, you're up on the next. You are a professional or a major league baseball player. Yeah. What is your walk up song before you go to bat?
2: Oh, oh wow! God. It's. um, Do you guys listen to K-pop? No, not Obviously. You don't even, men? No, hell oh. no. Some BTS is, song? Uh, no, it's this is, this is, this is all girl group called uh, Black Pink. You hear them? Richard has mentioned, yeah, him. yeah. They got this new song called Uh, Kill This Love that I've been playing like nonstop. Nice, dude. That'd be it right now. I gotta check it yeah. out.
1: Uh, it would be probably Under Oath in <laughs> Regard to Myself. <laughs> all right, Dawson. Uh,
3: Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. Nice. Ooh, that's great. Okay. All right, that be honest. Papers. Be yeah, honest well, Yeah, Of course
0: it is. Good. Good.
3: What are some notable? What are some notable things that will likely be found in your browser history when you die? Nothing. I'm always on inc- incognito. That doesn't sound odd. Oh, incognito.
1: No, no cache. Really? No cache history You always use incognito. I don't need no one to know. Damn.
0: I'll oh. always be boring. Like how to spell a word.
1: Damn, really? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I want, like, cookies and, like, my browser experience to be more convenient for me. Um, what? what? More than one thing, Scott? Yeah. Just some, in, some just, interesting just words. Just some comments? You know. uh, Aside
3: from the porn. You know, we know it's there.
1: Well, the, that's incognito, so they wouldn't find that.
3: Isn't it the worst when you forget to switch to incognito? You're like,
0: fuck,
1: I'm going to i just delete up. it. i just delete it. Just the one? The one instance? Well, I catch myself, so I just, then I just can Cash. delete just the yeah. one. Cash or something. Yeah. Uh, Facebook... YouTube, uh, I think that's mostly what I use internet for. Mm. Facebook and YouTube. At least on my my web browser.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm same as Dawson. I just roll incognito or mm-hmm. private browsing if I'm in Firefox. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That is. <laughs> <Wah, wah, wah. laughs> and I was
3: ex- I was expecting some some juicy answers there. Sorry. All right. Uh, Dean, you're up. Yeah. If you had to cast a B-list celebrity to play yourself in a Hallmark movie, who would you choose and why?
2: <sighs> B-list?
3: Yeah. Do like, I have
2: much to choose from? I mean,
3: from? if... Like like Pick some white guy to
2: play yeah, you. It obviously has to be some Asian dude. Oh,
3: you're right. We're limited here. Yeah. Uh, you can come up to A-list, but Dawson, you don't get off that hump. Nice. Yep. Nice.
2: I mean... I'd love Jackie Chan to play me. That'd be dope. Ooh. I'd love Jackie Chan to play me. That'd be dope. In a Hallmark yeah. movie? Yeah. Like, like there's Hallmark, no action. Just no, there, there was, I mean, he, he would find a way. Yeah, yeah. He, actor, he yeah, would yeah, find yeah. a way. Yeah. Uh,
1: I would want Jennifer Lawrence or Emma Stone to play me, Ooh. Since, since they get a lot of Asian roles. Yeah, gender <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Gender neutral. Gender neutral. <laughs> That's right. All right.
3: And Dawson's working the book right now. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, who falls yeah. into that tier. Scott
1: Bayao.
3: Well, Dawson's looking. I'm just gonna give you mine.
1: Yeah. Oh, please, Vin Diesel. Oh, oh nice. I could see that. That's yeah. B-list. I could see that. I think he is B-list. Wow. Really? If you're gonna
0: say that, I'll say Jason Bateman.
1: Okay. Jason Statham. All right. No. Bateman. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I heard you the first time. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> well,
3: we're on the topics of Asians. Um, this one's Ooh. a bit discriminatory to Dawson, I believe. So, um, Kim Jong Un. Can you serenade? Can you serenade me with your best pickup line in an Asian language? Wow, yeah. pickup line. I, be so you can get pardoned. You don't... can get yeah, do, uh, Dawson. Give me your best pickup line if you had to pick me up in a bar right now. Since we're drinking, <laughs> nice. uh, I
0: I don't. I mean, I'm not funny like that. I don't know. That's um, a good pickup line. I like. Nice. it. Nice. Hi. We, hilarious. <laughs> Hi. That's hilarious. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I don't like these lightning round questions coming back at me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have like a, a cheesy... I
3: don't know. I'm do Sorry. It in, that's, fine. that's fine. In Korean? Yeah, yeah. Give it to me Jeez. over the waves. Like,
0: You want me to say it in a different language? you want me to like do like an... Do, you know it? do it in language? white. Do it in white. Do it in white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it in white. Give Hi. Me a- thanks for coming <laughs> to the bar today. It's really great to see you. <laughs> do it in white. With <laughs> your consent, I would like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just fine here. <laughs> uh, I don't know if... I have enough, like, cultural, like, awareness to, like... Yeah, know. exactly. I would just use, like, a, a, an American one, but yeah. just say it in Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, which wouldn't even... I don't even know how to say it in... My Korean's not good enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just say it. Just say something. Just like, say it. I'm trying to say, like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> but, like, what would that... Dude, yeah, a yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I,
3: yeah. Dean, just say it and we'll talk about it later.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Ooh, I felt movement
3: when he said that. Think, ooh, I think Dean wins, that one I got a 10. <laughs> <right now. laughs> All right. C- coming back, uh, do you respect Kanye West?
2: Sure. Yeah. I don't hate him or anything. Yes, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. say, yeah, I'll yeah. keep it short okay, mm-hmm.
3: Dawson, yeah, sure, why not, okay, <laughs> yeah, coming back. Would you rather drink Karkov vodka for the rest of your life, optics included? So like anytime you pick up, you can't conceal it, but someone sees you like drinking up like a plastic liter of Even Karkov. Even if you pour
1: it into like... N-
3: yeah, into it, like a mug, you can't conceal it. We're talking like water cooler, you're walking away like 8 a.m. at the office and you're carrying like a liter of Karkov. Um, or would you rather just die in the spot of dehydration? She's saying I can only drink vodka for the rest of my life. And it Car- hydrates cough. us. Car- yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, like, and you. Mm. I mean, you would develop like alcoholism. And- oh fuck. <laughs> it's-
0: yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna have a great time until I get there. So I'll drink instead of dying right away. I'll- yeah, I'll drink the vodka every day.
2: Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I would have to. Yeah. Sounds like a no-brainer. No one just wants
3: to die. No one just would rather. Well, I mean, most days I yeah wake up and I just want to die.
0: No, I mean, I still uh, got a lot to live for.
2: All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still got a list of chores yeah. I need to get done this weekend. <laughs> My dogs haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> hey,
3: you might as well be wasted while
2: you're doing it. Yeah. Uh,
3: okay, so Dean. Yeah. Describe the person to your left in exactly three words.
2: Okay say who you're describing. First. I'm describing uh you, Scott. Okay. So, um a friend <laughs> hilarious bald.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Three words. Mm-hmm. Three separate words. Okay. So so, I was going to do Dean is to my left, and I was just going to do my best friend.
3: Yeah, a sentence. It oh. works. Because I couldn't add more words to it, dude. No, I can't say my best. Oh no! (laughs) Because
0: then you're not you don't reciprocate. So I don't know. Um. uh, Min Lee Min Woo Lee. That's all you need to describe you. (laughs) Nice. That's
2: brilliant. Mm. It's a cop out.
3: Yeah. Uh, Dawson, what what age range is it acceptable not to know
1: what Venmo is?
0: Uh... Forty six and
2: up,
1: forty one and up.
2: Oh, an age range. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go zero to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: and then no upper range. Clutch. No, no. So okay. you expect like a seventy nine year old man to know what Venmo is?
2: Just for clarity. I mean, so I can I can break it up? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Zero to 15 and um, 55 and up. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. The
3: AARP discount. <laughs> uh, zombie Apocalypse, what is your Gosh. go-to
2: weapon? Uh, I mean... What kind of zombies are we talking <laughs> yeah, about? Because they've been portrayed, you know, pretty differently. Walking across. dead. Still walking dead zombies. Uh, walking dead. So a walking dead zombie, you shoot it in the head, it's dead. Or you yeah, decapitate and, it.
3: And another caveat there is there's limited ammo in the world and you, you would have to go harvest. Um You would have to loot.
2: Sure. Okay, then let's go Okay. Are walking dead zombies are they Super fast. No, no, no they're hella no. slow. Uh, hella hella, hella they're hella just, slow. Le- let's go with an electric chainsaw. Okay, a brand new. You're gonna have to loot fully charged electric chainsaw. Never used. Yet. Never used. Not Craigslist. Like, two so- hours
3: of use on it though. <laughs> right. You're hey, gonna have to get a
2: Jenny. Like I'm, I'm gonna mean, have, to have access to power. But no, we'll dude, move on. We'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, wait. I mean, I, I can't just hop up in this abandoned house and plug my. Chainsaw? From
3: what power plant are you getting this power? Isn't it just still going? No, people have to run the power plant. Aren't you watching Chernobyl?
2: Not yet, dude. Don't spoil it for me.
3: (laughs) People have to operate the power plants, so the electric grid goes solar-powered
2: chainsaw.
3: Okay, (laughs) solar, a solar.
1: Yeah, that's the thing.
3: Is creativity is open here. So if you want to create a a solar-powered, I'll
2: accept that. Okay, thank you. Yep.
1: I have the benefit of Dean setting up all this context, and so like Walking Dead zombies, not scary at all. Um, I would just need like machete.
0: Ooh, machete. (laughs) machete. Iron Man suit.
2: Ooh,
1: ooh. Oh, that's ooh. brilliant, dude! That's oh, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, creativity.
2: All that nanotech. Cre- the creativity. Man. Are you kidding me? They can't even bite me. Oh, what about Stormbreaker?
1: Oh. Yeah. Damn the creativity portion,
2: dude. <laughs> yeah, but see, dude Stormbreaker.
0: Stormbreaker is still me. Like I, I'm still exposed to the elements. But if I'm in Tony Stark's like Iron Man suit, so you can't break through that but, thing.
2: But if you're Stormbreaker, that means you 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 got the power.
0: Sure, but that's, you can still get bit by a zombie and die.
2: You could zap them,
1: though. But not if they're swamping on you.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I love that answer,
1: 3,000. Oh, <clears> oh, man. Make yeah. me cry. Yeah. All right,
3: Dawson, next question. You are tasked with creating a YouTube video of yourself doing a highlight montage. What is? What are you doing and why? Like,
0: uh, driving in my car. Nice. I do it the most, so it's probably the most footage out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
3: This <laughs> dude's
0: loving
2: it. Uh, <laughs> dude
3: just driving his car. Right. Okay, okay. I mean, that's I was my, trying to think of like unique skills that, like, you know, yeah, you be- want to show off to the world. Masturbation. And uh, you yeah. are driving a car. <laughs> can you come, I'll change my answer. Masturbation. <laughs> it, that gets highlighted. That gets Highlight instantly real. banned. Well, there you by go. The can see it, then. Restricted. All right, man. Uh, parkour. Do you parkour. Oh wait, this have you is, seen that, his foot? The creativity if something
1: no kid okay, creativity is curbed here. Oh, this is something shit. that you do. Uh a highlight reel of something I do. Basketball.
3: Okay. <laughs> I
0: feel like a low light reel. I'd be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's, hilarious. That's hilarious. I'd be throwing the frisbee for my dog Freddie. Nice. Yeah, we, we, we do some pretty sick trick shots actually. Nice. Yeah. I'd
0: be running away from Freddie. Or standing still. Let's do not that. Letting, not, yeah, exactly. Not letting that Ignoring here. him, yeah. holding your breath. Cracking the Freddy kid. Uh, yeah.
3: Dean, the world ends tomorrow. What is considered the greatest year of mankind of all time?
2: Jesus, dude. Here <laughs> we go. Don't fuck up.
1: Damn. What? That's a good-ass question. What? Um.
3: I know lightning's supposed to be about you, but it was just... A thought that came across my mind no that's fine yeah, yeah, it's
2: yeah fine. and it's supposed to be fast too
3: uh, now you feel the wrath mm-hmm. when you guys lay the heavy what's your favorite band
2: i mean i can't answer that much quicker than this like i have to <laughs> go through uh, how many know.
1: years of history well, hey yeah. Since, well, of yeah since the beginning of time
2: yeah
3: this is the beginning of time dude no this is the beginning of humans like oh, damn okay. it what? I think it was mine. like it's human seven. yeah humankind that's, that was in the question what I don't um, I don't know how to answer this you, dude like it's it's subjective it's of you, you get it to is. choose it of course it. It. <sighs> it is yeah I mean it can get semantically like um, argued on okay
2: them. when the San Antonio Spurs beat the Miami <laughs> Heat in the yeah. NBA Finals <laughs> that's so good <laughs> so specific what year was that oh god what year was that dude 2013? was that 2020? was it I was gonna say 2012 was it 2013
0: I think it was 2011 because I think it's still 2012 the, the Heat won it
2: okay
1: Com. Mm.
3: Com. All right. So Dean is a Spurs fan.
2: Yes. The greatest go Spurs, year go.
1: in human history. The greatest yeah, in year human. in human history. Yeah. Well, like I'll just say 2018. You know, I think that um, it's probably throughout the history of man, of human, uh, it is probably the most pleasant time to live. I wouldn't want to live a thousand years ago. Uh-huh. So 2018, and not 2019, because. We haven't seen it. The whole thing work out, so I'd be cheating.
3: So just to clarify, Donald Trump is president during Mm -hmm. the greatest year of mankind.
1: Unfortunately.
3: Okay, cool. Uh, Dawson. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I've
0: been trying to think the whole time of something cool, but I can't, I mean... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Little fucker, big fucker, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right.
0: uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, 1999.
3: I like that answer. I was yeah. gonna agree with that.
0: Yeah,
1: why? It's
3: like the turn of the millennium, and you got Prince just banging out just hits. Y2K, yeah, Y2K, yeah, we all came together.
1: Mm, Brilliant. That's kind of true. Brilliant.
3: And then people took advantage of us. I think that the greatest decade was the 90s, man. Like, that was a comfortable
2: time. I think it was. Maybe. Economically, for sure. Like,
3: emerging technologies, and like, I don't know. It was awkward, but fun. I'm completely biased there because I grew up.
2: Or like
0: the year the iPhone came out. Because that really shook shit up. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. 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 What? You wouldn't have your iPhone right now. Yeah, it's but the iPhone tend- wouldn't
1: exist without a bunch of things leading up to it. Too, the Palm so. Pilot? Sure, but this is what really
0: changed the game. Did it? It did.
1: More than like yeah. uh, more than like antibiotics and we, things like that. Well, I mean you have vaccines on do computers. computers. Anything, so
3: the
0: proliferation. <laughs> it
1: was
3: like the pluri- proliferation of knowledge and just access to knowledge mm-hmm. to be everywhere at once, he makes a compelling point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um okay. <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> Blood type compatibility aside, if you had to have a heart transplant from anyone on Earth right now, who would it be? Hmm. Human? Human. Can't be an animal? Uh, uh, I'll accept animal answers.
1: Oh, I like where your head is at. (laughs) Nice. I don't don't
0: know why I said animal. i was just trying to buy time.
1: Um... (laughs) Does this person die once I get their heart? Exactly. That's That's what I was was going to ask.
0: And like, is it like a reset button on me? This mom,
1: person does not die. Yes. Okay.
2: But so they,
3: what happens a, to them? A piece of them is in you, and a piece. Uh, it's a it's a symbiotic transfer. So your heart goes into them.
1: <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Dope. I can't use this heart anymore, but you can't have it.
3: It's it's really like a love transfer. It's uh, some kind of fucked up. <laughs>
1: The doctors are like, well, why do we need to make this (laughs) operate? You have a functioning heart. You have a functioning heart. But you want me to spend 16 hours on this operating table? Yes, we do, doctor. Yes, we do. (laughs) And like, does it change? I mean, that's not going to change my conscience. I'm not going to think differently.
0: I'm not going to work out hard. I mean, I'm not you might be die bad. in the process.
3: Because <laughs> there's no death. There's guaranteed successful operations. In
0: my brain, I'm thinking like, who's got a
3: really great heart? I'm like, we all do, unless you have heart Aww. disease or your heart like you die. But mm. um, you can you can factor in like a person's like emotional heart. But then you're talking their conscious, not their thing that takes I need yeah. the brains. Mm. I need oh. the brains, too. Uh, you can also opt out for a brain transfer, too. Oh, jeez. Well, if it's a brain transfer, it would probably be... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, and, yeah, go ahead. The
0: go brain
1: transfer is a lot easier. Yeah,
0: I'd be like Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: I'd be like but. Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, yeah, Elon Musk. I want his heart.
3: I want his CPU. You, you want his CPU? <laughs> yeah. <yep>. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the answer, bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Men, you're Europe. Uh, heart. Are we limiting it back to heart or yeah, brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I gave you my brain. brain brought us brain. That was yeah, much you easier. Fuck
3: it. Let's just do both. Give me give, Elon give me.
1: Musk for the brain, and then be, that's why I asked you. Does it kill the person? Uh, for the heart, I would probably want Malala's heart. Obama's Malala. Chuck. Malala. Uh, oh yeah. yeah what's yeah, her yeah. Yus- oh, Yushim's eye yeah. or whatever? Mm. I just looked so foolish mm. there.
3: What's What's Obama's daughter' name? I think it, it was. It was uh,
2: Sasha, I almost said Melania. Melania, you want Melania's heart?
1: (laughs) I want, yeah, I want Malala's or AOC's heart. Okay.
2: Okay. Brain points. I mean, yeah, I think Elon Musk has to be the answer (laughs) there. Uh, Heart, Kobe Bryant. Ooh. Ooh, the Mamba's heart—the Black Mamba. It's just a
0: cold heart, then. Yeah, cold-hearted killer. Yeah, or cold-blooded killer. Which would go through the heart? So, yes, it would be cold.
3: Yeah. Dean. A wizard offers you a deal to live in the core of the sun for an entire year with an invincible spell that you are immortal, but you still feel the pain. In exchange, you get to live in your version of heaven for a hundred million years. Do you accept his offer?
2: My version of heaven, mm,
3: yeah, a hundred million years. So that is still quantified.
2: Sure. Um, mm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. I would say yeah too. Mm-hmm. That's a long ass time, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing. Especially
3: like mm-hmm. a year of just excruciating.
0: Yeah, I would say yes. And in my heaven, I have the
3: ability to wipe memory, so I'd forget all about it. There you go. Okay. I think we've arrived at our our, our last question. Um, the year is 2023. You are from Mexican descent mm-hmm. and have immigrated to the wall. Oh no, I got built. You arrive <laughs> I'm pissed, and ready. you are facing a hundred foot concrete wall, and on top of the wall sits a perch on a throne. Donald Trump. You got a hundred. foot got taller. In order to get through the wall, you have to make him laugh. What do you say? Mm. Got my answer.
0: <laughs> I can't make anybody else laugh. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what's
1: the what's the comedy routine you've been working on? I can't talk about
2: that. So <laughs> it's
0: top secret. Um, I don't know. Well, if I'm thinking if I know Donald Trump and I know who he is, He's probably going to laugh at like a... I would, I would I would. be a disabled person.
1: You would just be like, oh, look at me. I'm a disabled person. <laughs> he, he's, you know, he does that little like...
0: Yeah. Like, I would do that. He, he would love it. Okay. I would feel bad, but he would love it.
1: But you would get through the wall. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Rosie O'Donnell's fat. And he <laughs> I Get through the wall. Nice.
3: All right. <laughs> so Dawson would uh, act like a disabled person. Yeah,
0: he'd love it. I would hate
1: he it. He'd love he, it. He I would, would hate it. to
3: do it. I would feel bad, but right.
0: it's
1: like the only yeah. thing to get me through the wall. I guess. Yeah, he would and love it.
3: Donald Trump. That's that's your audience. Yeah, he would resonate.
1: That would resonate with him. He'd be like, "Bro, I did that one. <laughs> You're hired." Yeah, I had
3: Man, I would okay.
1: just be like, "Hey, bro, Rosie O'Donnell's fat," and he would love mm-hmm. it. But would it make him laugh though? It's... Does mm-hmm. that uh, do I? Do I get, like, a follow-up statement? Or, like, yes. once he doesn't laugh, it's, like, then, like, the the floor opens you, up and I fall through and I'm in the ah, dungeon?
3: <laughs> you get, like, a last chance, like,
1: yeah. remark. I think I, I think whatever he would say to that, I would have some sort of witty follow-up that would be, like, we would form, like, a brothership connection. And even though it's not like this, like, from the gut, like, <laughs> laugh, we would both be like, <laughs> I see you, bro. One of those laughs.
3: That, that is funny. I thought it out.
2: <laughs> Hilarious!
1: That's hilarious,
2: Dean. <laughs> does does he know the rules of this game? Like, like oh. yeah. No, he set the rules. He, oh, goes, he set oh. the. He rules. goes. If See, that's you want to get in this standard, country, then. Oh. if you want to
3: get in this country, you got to make gotta me, make laugh. me oh. laugh. yeah. God damn it! And there's a line of you've been standing in line for weeks
1: we in the desert. Uh, yeah. Good thing I had this vodka
3: <laughs> v- <Yeah.
0: laughs> But on the other side, it's 100 million years of heaven. So Yes. Oh,
3: what can you even say then? Jesus. By the way, I'm opening this
1: peanut butter porter. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll take a little bit. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, what do you
2: say to Donald Trump?
1: Like, just the most. i
2: will be just like, missed. Donald, once I get across this wall, we're going to lock her ass up. That's what I would say Nice Yeah Yeah Nice Yeah. that at least get him excited Yep
3: What if Hillary is already in jail
2: Yeah She's not It's <laughs> only so, so <like> 20 It's so <laughs> only yeah. twenty twenty-two. She's not <laughs>
1: uh, Okay That's the end thanks, of the guys. round I, I
3: appreciate it That was the end of the lightning round Nice so, Thank Thanks you. for making it
1: through Thank you Oof. Scott We did it Thank you we for did the it. journey mm-hmm. That's some good answers there too yeah. Uh, so I guess we move on to the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just lightning around <laughs> What is your topic of the day?
3: Uh, did you guys read that, that article? Dean on, got through some of it. I, I, on intellectual humility? I, I got
1: through probably maybe a quarter or third of it.
3: It's long. Yeah, yeah. I just oh, didn't have any time. We got it yesterday yeah. and I
1: worked till, because I have to do the yeah. double double shift work and then go to work on Fridays.
3: I should have sent it to you guys sooner. It's all good. Yeah, It's a very long post.
1: Can you, uh, give us a... The Cliff Notes, the the Cliff Notes version is basically uh,
3: the the guy who wrote the article is a uh, a guy named Shane Snow, and he pretty much uh, like details out and parses out what intellectual humility is Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to understand different perspectives, having civil discourse, being respectful of other viewpoints and perspectives, and just all the you know that, that having an open mind, right? Defining what an open mind means. And then the the hardest part about all that is, you know, you can we've been saying it for a while is like oh this person's open-minded, right? But how do you really measure that? Mm-hmm. And how do you without measuring it, how do you get better at it if you're not open-minded to it? So mm. again, very long detailed post that he references a lot of, you know, university studies and a lot of emergent psychology around the uh the the notion of, of being intellectually humble when you when you are arguing or not arguing, but discussing with someone who opposes your view and you yeah. oppose them and just kind of how to approach that s- subject. Because I've been kind of spreading it because, you know what, I think that's what is lacking the most right yeah. now. And I, I want to engage in more, I guess, productive conversations with people, mm-hmm. even if I don't agree with them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's one of the biggest things that emerged from my transformation from Christian to atheist. I realized, you know, when somebody can prove that I'm wrong, that's like one of the one the biggest like switches and growth can happen. And so like after I realized that, like that was for me, like like you said, um having the open mind and the humility and the honesty to engage in a conversation where the person that you're talking with is against you that's that's a really and you don't get to do that you don't get to do that in an actual like civilized way like to me having those conversations is such a gift and so like anytime you have the ability to do that like i want to be a part of that
3: yeah i agree and even an online form right mm-hmm. or it's just it's just People are just attacking each other in the worst of ways and you it's not productive yeah and that's where i think really our public school system failed us as as kind of the u.s in general just because it's like where was my philosophy class which Mm -hmm. taught me logic which taught me how to you know Mm -hmm. like deduce an argument and understand an opposing viewpoint or or even you know just being able to change my viewpoint not being entrenched on a certain topic what drives my motivation to have my stance on immigration
1: right right what,
3: what like what is the driving force there
1: yep yeah what has and conditioned when you start, me and yeah.
3: when, when you start touching on that then you start understanding other people yeah and and what you got to realize too is like we all think we're like every human thinks that they're inherently good mhm Mm-hmm. Unless you're narcissistic or some kind of freak, right? But even
1: then, don't you think you're, if you're a super narcissist, you think you're good. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
3: I guess my, my point was that very few people think they're evil. Right. Right. So a part of that post too just talks about just simple like owed respect to another person. Oh, yeah. For being a human. Yeah. Even though you wildly disagree with them. Yeah. And just kind of giving them the respect to have the viewpoint.
1: You brought up that online piece too. I think when you do it online, like you don't, you can't hear the person's tone. You miss like uh, just body language cues and things like that. So even like when you said hilarious to Dawson, if we had that via text, there would be no, there would be nothing funny about it. Because really? it, was, it was the tone and the timing and the delivery that made that funny.
3: The inflection, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. which and
3: delivers like a, a total different language. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you lack that when you have a, like uh, a, a debate, um, especially like with all this like Alabama and abortion stuff happening. Like um, my initial reaction, I think I've only posted once about it, but mine was more of like a comedic slant to it. I was just talking about like how like if a dude masturbates. Like what? 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 I was just drawing. I was making fun of where do we draw the line on life? Because when a dude masturbates, is he killing babies? And so like, yeah. I was just joking around about it. Um, but I don't know if it like makes sense. If it made sense with everyone, because you don't really have my tone.
3: Eh? Well, and that and intention is totally different than reception. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Different people would receive the same message, and it gets back to sarcasm too, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I, I I tell a lot of people I stay away from sarcasm with strangers because mm. it can get yeah. received oh, yeah. totally different. Oh yeah, and it, I've seen I've I've been burned a lot of times by using sarcasm, in just like in the context of people I don't know, who don't understand my humor, and then they're like, uh, "Did you actually really just say that?" And you know, and like, without and it's like,
1: well, I don't know. That, yeah, I said that, but right. I didn't mean it that that way. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: Anyways, getting back to the just the viewpoint of, like, everyone thinks they're inherently good. I mean, we're all raised through different channels and, and raised in different situations. So there's it's an argument for a reason because there's two points, right? Mm-hmm. And to totally dismiss someone because their point doesn't agree with yours, like, that point, that person has a that perspective and that viewpoint for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And I think understanding and kind of giving them their due diligence. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big part of it so
1: usually, what I do too, if I ever get into like a sticky situation where you know there was friction the f- usually the first thing that I do is just like before bed, I lay there and I put myself in their shoes and think like, okay, like, if I were talking to myself, how would I receive all of that? Um, and that really helped me begin to. At least organize how the conversation went and the logic of what I said and that person said. Um, and then, and then I just begin to like try to punch holes in everything, especially in the things that I said. That's like usually the first thing I do. Well, is everything I said sort of logically sound, or is there like a continuous flow to what I said that actually makes sense? And if I'm not able to do that, then I'm just like, oh well, let me take what this person had to say a little bit more seriously. And so. Like that's one of the big things that I did when my religious transformation happened was I I mean I 21 years in Christianity I I didn't actually want to let go of that but the more and more like Dawkins that I saw the Christopher Hitchens that I saw uh, the the Sam Harris's, the more and more logical points that they threw at me and then when I would like go to at that time I was attending three different churches because I really wanted to find an answer. The more and more I went to church and asked questions and these like weak, soft, Swiss cheese answers that I got from my pastors, I was like, dude, this other side must have a point. And so then you begin to get deeper and deeper into that. But like you were saying, if I don't give that other side a chance and like if I don't because I could have easily just shut them off right away, I would not be the person that I am today. And I'm very grateful that I gave that other side an opportunity.
3: Uh, Yeah. And and to kind of dovetail off of that, I think the most shocking part of that article was he was detailing out removing the ego Mm. from the intellect. Right. Because how many of those arguments get personally feuded? Right. Right. It it turns into a personal attack and people get emotional. And that's usually when you split. Right. That's usually like I'm done and I'm done with this person. Yeah. Like. There, there needs to be a break point between how you feel as a person and what you think yeah. and to, like, separate that, because that's easier said than done, but then, you know, analyzing the argument for what it is without mm-hmm. attaching that human ego. And and that's the thing another thing, too. It's like, you know, where in the public school system does it define what we say an ego is? Because you can get a million different answers for that. Mm-hmm. And then once we kind of figure out what it is, well, it's like, trying to understand how my ego is and then how does that kind of granularly get analyzed and you know again you know that's all personal discovery yeah just through life i mean yeah there, there's institutionalized religion i don't know they might frame it in a different way yeah they might graze on it through a certain some kind of religions but in terms of like defining the ego and and that was a big part of his, of his article was removing the ego from the argument, so you yeah. can have a civil argument or argumentative discussion.
1: Yeah, I love that point. Like ego, ego consciousness, self. These are actually like really abstract, hard to understand things. Like you bring it up, and people are like, "Like, do you actually understand what the self is?" And I think people think they do. But if you sat there and, like, really deeply thought about it, it's super abstract and actually really hard to understand. Because because of, like, this ego, you really only have one way to look at things. But once you can escape that, there's so many different ways you can, like, look at what consciousness could mean. So, like, yeah, just breaking through that barrier is is a big thing. Just to get out of, like, again, get out of yourself.
3: Right. And, and it was a fascinating right too. just him talking about like how our culture kind of shapes like you know a very egotistical mm. society and it's like we're, we we want to be winners yeah right we want to be right we're raised to be told and we tell ourselves that we're the smartest people in the room mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right we're all winners right yeah that's, I mean, that's, that's is. how kind of but the, isn't
0: that the opposite now because everybody's changing to participation medals instead of first place yeah, so like if we pat everybody on the back so we don't want to make them feel bad but they don't learn from challenges they don't learn from
1: failure yeah I don't even think that's a new thing I no, think I mean, like, uh, like like George Carlin had a whole bit about it in one of his stand-up pieces like we hand out sometimes you sometimes you have to know yeah what it feels like to lose yeah
0: you, you can't you don't gotta win le- learn from your victories
1: yeah yeah you I mean, learn certain things sure but you also have to learn this other batch of things from losing yeah. or like being told that you suck. You know, like maybe like not that way either. Like there's maybe a more constructive way to be told that. But you have to learn like you're not good. You're not good at everything. You're just not. Right. Yeah, it's tough. When you were talking earlier, it made me think of like you're saying, like we're all taught to be these individuals that are propped up. When you compare Western and Eastern culture as, as, Cool, it is, as cool as it is to be like you know, like I can dress however I want. I can do this. I'm an individual. I break rules. There are pros to that. There are cons to that. But then when you look at Eastern culture, and it's like so communal, and everyone like, like especially like let's say in Korean culture, if something happens, if a fashion thing happens, all of a sudden everyone dresses that way, and so no, they have issues where, like creativity could be like an issue where they're like can't break out of the box because everyone is so hive minded and then in the in the west because we're so focused on individuality then we have trouble like sort of connecting with like if a democrat had to connect with like a republican there's a barrier there because they're not one it's fragmented it's fragmented what are you guys' thoughts on that like there's obviously pros and cons like i said but where where does that fit into the world now? Well, again with politics, it you know there in
3: these debates, these these news coverages, are, there's a winner and there's a loser of the debate. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't these debates be, you know, talking about like, oh yeah, that's a good point, yeah, and, and like not not like attacking characters and like just these these public debates are just shaped in such. And that's, I think, a result of the structure of the system. There's two parties. Yeah. And, they're you know, it's a zero-sum game.
1: Yeah, I actually hate – I tried when I – back in the day, I was like, oh, I love debates. Like, that's how you, like, learn things. But then I I got to a point where I just call. I said I love discussion. Because in a debate, like you said, there's a winner and a loser. Um, but you can also win by just demolishing the other person's, like – Perspective on things and then that's not constructive because <laughs> then at the end of it, it's like nothing nothing was built from you just embarrassed the other person yeah. So you've won, mm-hmm. but you right. didn't really teach anybody anything We're in a discussion. It's just like okay. You have a good point Okay, I have a good point and then the audience can be like well They can just pick and choose like okay these points work in this context yeah.
3: and maybe maybe the best person wouldn't take Everything into consideration and find somewhere in the middle. Yeah,
1: that's a good result it's and a, a great good solution.
3: Yes, with no winner or loser. Yeah,
1: it's weird that when you're having ideas, I mean, there are there can be cases I think where a clear winner and a clear loser emerges. Is just like, like mathematically, if somebody was, if the de- the debate topic was one plus one <laughs> equals what, and they people come out with different results, there goes there's, there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. But like some other situations, it it's it's more muddy. And so why does there have to be a winner or a loser?
3: Yeah. It, it was interesting. I, I read that and like I, I it was fascinating to me. It broke it down. I mean, I was just thinking about all, all the times I got into conversations and usually it's just like I, I step away or like I don't even want to deal with it. But I don't think that's doing I don't think yeah, that right. I need to be a better civil or yeah. I need to be a better citizen to yes. to actually talk about these things. And so, like, the very next day at work, sure enough, at my desk, my one engineer coworker was talking about immigration. Sure enough, the Republican engineer came up on <laughs> the other side, and there it started. And I was trying to, like, practice what he was kind of what talking about in the article, but it was just so overwhelming to, like, just think and, like, crunch through and, like, process. Yeah. Where I just like was just I was was, like I'm not gonna like try to like say my point I'm just gonna like shut up and listen to these two talk, and like try to point out what he was talking about in the article about you know being respectful for the other person you know you know uh, intellectual overconfidence with Mm. certain points and becoming entrenched in a certain idea and then like name calling right like just like just bringing up like liberals and, and, and conservatives like those are derisive you know labels yeah that should be excused from a conversation like that yeah i don't know it was it was it was interesting to to view that kind of conversation through a different lens yeah um when normally i would have like tried to put on my headphones and just like gone back to work <laughs> mm-hmm. because i was just like i can't believe this is happening right like, <laughs> like, like in my desk right now <laughs>
1: yeah so. yeah i think like i think you made a point to this earlier too is just like you know those identifiers people latch onto those and anytime you talk about one of those identifiers that's it, people treat it as a personal attack and that's tough and that's why I don't really like those labels either there are a few that I have adopted and I have embraced but most of the time I'm just like okay like what does that mean people people usually call me liberal and I'm like okay but like be careful I don't really know what that all entails inside of your head and so I'm like, you can call me that. I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I don't necessarily agree with it either. So it's it's tough, man. I think identity politics is makes it really hard to talk
2: a, about things.
3: It's a stick you work at.
2: Yeah. What about even just work related discussions that you have? Do you is there a lot of collaboration that goes on where you work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
3: in even handling something that's not politically charged I've mm-hmm. I've found myself being more mindful mm-hmm. right nice. and again I think man I was I was really taken aback with the with the ego thing because a lot of that stuff is it's like no you know my my boss made a comment trying to like give me constructive criticism where I guess before reading that I would have taken that as like an attack on like mm-hmm. like my emotion and like would have tried to fight it uh, but I recognized it and I was like Just try to remove the the ego and just, like, analyze what she said. And, like, I agreed with her Mm -hmm. where I probably would have disagreed with her Mm -hmm. had I not had that mindfulness piece. Again, like, I'm not, like, perfect at it Mm -hmm. because I just read this, what, two or three weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And I think it gets better with time and, like, practice.
1: And then are you sure that your boss was – I almost feel like because you had just read the article and you're trying to apply it, there could be an overcompensation where someone that's wrong tells you something – and because your mindset is there your the framework is there you're like oh yeah i'm going to take what they said and adopt it right so yeah. you can take it one way or the other way too far too
3: right and there's there's uh there's an area too where you just don't want to change your mind just for mm-hmm. the sake of changing your mind and being a yes man of right. sorts right um so yeah. Yeah. yeah you you, you want to back whatever you, you're you analyzing w- with facts and observations and then kind of make an approximation from there as to where you should. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just highly recommend just giving it a full read. I, I read it again before I came here and nice. I thought it was a worthy reread. It makes
1: so. uh, You said you read it a couple weeks ago? Yeah. That, and that makes me really appreciate too even just last week at our Saturday basketball league we were on the same team and in between games um, you sort of pulled me aside and you were like you're like, hey, like, great, you're playing great. But on some of these passes, if you just take a beat in between and take a second to assess what the defense is doing, I think you can get your passes where you want them to be even more accurate. And I'm like, that's great. That's great advice because usually, and I know this is like an issue for me in when I'm playing basketball, I'm in such a hurry to do, I think I prioritize, because a lot of people fail in sports timing there are so many times where like people are open and then the ball doesn't get there and then the person that wants to pass it to them they're like "Hey, i was gonna pass it to you but it's like you missed the window of opportunity pal and so because i always have that fear and i always see that happen i i think i do rush things by a second so for you to pull me aside and remind me of that anxiety that internal anxiety that i have and to be like hey You're good, man. You still have plenty of time. Just take a beat there and get your pass where you want it to be and take a second to breathe and look at things. That really helped me. And somebody could easily hear that advice and be like, well, I mean, I got the ball where I needed to go, but I..." and that's whatever, but you can make it that much better. Instead of having a, a ball where someone has to catch it at their hip, take that extra second and hit them in the hands where they can shoot it in motion. That's a big thing. So I mean that's that's great that you had that perspective, but also like to give myself a little credit, I wasn't like oh fuck Scott like talking right. shit. I I passed it and the guy made a three or anyways, but like you know like there are other times where the, the perfect pass is needed, and you reminded me to do that.
3: Right, and you hit it on the head, man. It's all about timing, but I, again, like yeah, you know. I, and I gave you that advice because I'm your friend, right? Yeah. And I knew how you would receive it.
1: Yes. Yes. I would
3: hope I would get to the point where I could give a complete stranger, with someone I just played with that day. Yeah. Maybe that kind of like advice and like but I'm not comfortable doing that right now because no. I don't know that person how they would receive it.
1: Yes. That's a so huge that's... component because your intention is pure. Mm-hmm. But if that person doesn't receive it that way, mm-hmm. things are going to get bad quick. And that sucks. Like Everyone should have that perception where they, they think that whenever someone gives them advice, cr- critical, hopefully constructive advice, that the, it shouldn't be a negative reaction to it. Yeah. But so many times it is. Yep. Yeah. And it was interesting to me that you gave me, we had that interaction the same time where I had an interaction with another teammate um, within that same week. And I don't actually remember. He thought I was. He thought he threw a bad pass, and I singled him out because um, we talked about as a team. Like, hey, we uh, at halftime we talked about as a team. Like, hey, we should think about cleaning some of these things up. And so, like, like a, a team effort. Like things that not one person does, but the thing that these team themes that we're messing up on. So it was like rebounding. Let's uh, let's cut down on turnovers off of passes and things like that. And so um, I would never want to single anyone out. So it was just like, I think what happened was he threw a pass that got intercepted. And then it was just me saying like, hey, team, let's keep it clean. Because that was something that we talked about as a team and agreed on as a team. And so then after the game, um, he was like, hey, I don't really like, I don't really appreciate that you called me out on that. And I actually didn't even remember that. Really? I said that after he made the turnover and I was like, "Oh, sorry." Like I that's just a coincidence that that it happened after like you threw it because there are two other passes that got intercepted and I just I just said that out loud as like a team reminder. And he didn't actually believe that was the case cuz he said like, "Well, we've all played on like teams before and we know when someone says something like that, even though you don't say the person's name, we know who you're aiming it at." And that just honestly wasn't the case. But, well, I mean, what am I going to say to that?
3: Yeah. I Again, that's where, like, perception and, like, intention are just so skewed. If I was in your shoes, I would have said, again, like you said, uh, like, I was uh, voiced that it wasn't aimed at him. Yeah. Uh, but it was coincidence that, you know, I was just trying to say, let's just collectively all be better together. Yeah, that's all I meant. And apologies if 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 he took it that way, and mm-hmm. you know, just made yourself clear.
1: Yeah, I did exactly the way you put it. I was just like sorry if um, I hurt your feelings. It wasn't meant that way, but like it was like a more of a collective reminder. Yeah. Um, and then like he, like I said, like he said, well, we've all played on sports teams. When you say that, you don't even have to say the person's name. Like I know what you mean. And so, if that's my...
3: assuming though on his part, too. and that's He's was making a big assumption.
1: That's what I was gonna say. If my word doesn't carry any weight. There's really nothing I can say because even my follow up wouldn't carry any weight.
3: Yeah. I was just thinking about something. What's that? Dean, what did you say to me in
2: Chinese? Oh. yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you translate for me? Do you want to take a guess at what I said? Just know it that my my, my Chinese hell. is is honestly very limited to just like the basics, so.
3: Uh
1: oh, oh really?
2: Yeah, it is. It did
1: sound sexy though. Yeah. It's not it's not easy making um. like chi- Mandarin. Like no. any Asian language, yeah. sound that it, sexy? Yeah, it's not. Was
3: it something about my bald head? No, not at all.
2: Not at all. Asking it was a was lot more jer- was. All I said was, "You're you're very pretty." <laughs> oh, nice. And I love you. That's all. I nice. Said. That's all I said.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Will that pickup line like, work? And I meant it. <laughs> <not in> me? <laughs> or like at the
1: bar? If uh, if you went up to a gal, yeah. say at a bar, and you say, "You're," I think you're very pretty could work. It could be flattering. I but to If a, you follow it up with, uh, also, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: friend of mine passed along a, a podcast account, kind of about modern love and, like, dating in New York, and they were talking with um, uh, the guy who wrote, like, how to not give a fuck, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Nice. Is this and Trump's just, book? No. <laughs> art of the, the deal? Of that's the, the, deal? Art that's deal? the art of the deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he, he was talking about kind of his, like, dating days and how we'd pick up girls in a bar and he said like just the most effective way was just to like go up and say hey my name is scott i think you're gorgeous yeah can i talk to, you know i'd love i'd love to talk to you and just like just you know there's nothing cheesy about that it's just upfront and like honest yeah that gotta girl's like the you know right and it's like he said just a lot of the time that like girls would just love that attention and just like mm-hmm.
1: r- open up conversation just instantaneously um God, that's tough. I don't know, man. I hear so many, like, when I talk to, like, my female friends. Yeah. I and mean, granted, like, most of them are sort of, like, in this, like, liberal feminist space, too. They don't like that, man. <laughs> I
2: mean. That's
3: fine. They can say no. Yeah. And then
1: we'll move on
2: to the next girl. Yeah. Like. There's some weight to being extremely attractive yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if you're Ryan yeah. Reynolds and yeah. you walk up to right. a girl and say, I mm-hmm. think you're very beautiful. Yeah. Can I just talk to you?
3: But if you're Shrek.
1: <laughs> then, yeah, it's then. all older. I
3: mean, <laughs> shooters <laughs> shoot though, you yeah, know? you gotta
1: yeah. shoot your shot, yeah, uh, I don't know, yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember you giving me that advice too, during our summer of search summer of do search. you remember that summer dude <laughs> I every do. weekend we went to
3: i mean, there was another podcast where you were uh, you were on the forum, right,
1: oh yeah, yeah, the the yeah. great yeah. love debate, the great love you debate- you came out to one or, one of those,
3: one of them, okay. yeah. it was hilarious, too, yeah, it was just like. Suburban 30 something year old woman. Yeah. And then a, us. Us.
1: Yep.
3: And we were the only guys in the room that would like grab the mic and talk and like give our point.
1: But honestly, like 30 something suburban year old moms, that's where I find the most traction actually. Do you? <laughs> yeah. When you go to like Wild Bill's and mm. it's, uh, it's Dude, mommy's it's not night there out. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or like whatever, like right. Cowboy Jack's. Yeah. They're all the same to mm-hmm. me whenever I would uh I don't like go out anymore but whenever I did and even that means I was even younger let's say I was like 25 yeah. I would go out and it would just be like 40 year old moms like walking up to me and they were they they're 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 veterans they'd had this move <laughs> where they would steal my glasses mm-hmm. and they would like put it on and mm-hmm. every time like I would yeah. kind of like reach for it they would just like dodge a little bit yeah, I'm like I can't walk Pog away mm-hmm. I can't walk away without my glasses. Mm. So I had to stay with them. (laughs) 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 They're they're vet they're man, they got some they know what they're doing. They got their game plan there. Mm. They've they've practiced it a couple of times.
3: Not their first rodeo.
1: No. No. Yeah. So the Cougars. Mm. Is there is there a a term for dudes?
3: Oh, that's a good point. Grey Fox?
2: Is it Grey Fox? Silver Silver Fox. Fox. The the Silver Silver Fox. Fox. You need the hair though. You do need the hair. Yeah, Yeah. so you guys are out. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
1: no I want, I want to be that sly when I'm a silver fox I think you're just, just steal creepy some girl's glass. I think you're just <laughs> yeah you're creepy like
3: once you hit a certain age point it turns into like when, this when old guy's creepy yeah I yeah, got some lollipops yeah I don't know <laughs> maybe deep. I'm just like making a sweeping generalization there I think you're
1: right though yeah yeah hmm. You guys have any opinions on intellectual honesty? Is that what he called it? Intellectual humility. 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 Man, I think you guys kind of nailed a lot yeah. of my points.
2: Thanks, dude. I mean, I just <laughs> when I was reading through what I had read and what you guys were discussing, I just related it back to my workplace. Oh, um, nice. Because where I work, we have a couple different groups. One or more customer-facing on the phones, dealing with customers all day, and then there's someone like me who's a developer who's you know just working with the code and, and Improving the software every day, and so we have a lot of discussions about how we can improve certain things. Um, and then so from my viewpoint, mine's just how we can do it most efficiently and, and the easiest way to go about it. And they're always about you know how how it will impact the customer, and so we we'll always have these discussions every day. And um, is it just, fruitful? And it is, yeah. it is, you know, yeah. And I've just uh, just from reading through it and everything, like I, I mean, I always go in with an open mind and don't always think that I'm absolutely right unless um, I'm dealing talking with someone of um, the same group of mine where we're talking about how efficiently we can actually write the code so yeah because I think both mm-hmm. those components like when you set them I was, just, I was like yep
1: that's an important component and mm-hmm. then when you brought up that, I'm like well yep that too is also because inc- mm-hmm. it's like yeah effi- you want that efficiency there yeah. but if it doesn't serve the customer
2: yeah then it's pointless
1: yeah exactly Yeah, Mm -hmm. but if it's cumbersome then it's going to probably that it's going to echo through the product or the service and it's like also going to be cumbersome for the the customer and so if you can tighten both those both those nuts is that that what people tighten (laughs) that's right that's right tighten Tighten those nuts I can relate though Dean Mm -hmm. uh,
3: my my boss has changed over in the last year and uh, again I was the same kind of way whereas like if there was a problem I would just like try to find the fastest way to take care of it mm-hmm. and he was cool with that and then would be like good work and he would recognize it and i you know we just move on to the next thing my new boss you know she's a lot more like she she's a lot more caring of like the decorum of things so it's like mm. the consideration of others and just kind of like she finds it very disrespectful when i like will do that and just like solve the problem and then like get it done and like out the door and then on to the next thing she's like but it was my problem. I want to follow up. And like, you just kind of like hijacked my work. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's again where like, again, where I take take a step back and be like, I totally, that was not my intention. It's just like, that's how I've been working for the last two mm. years. And yeah. I feel bad that it's like, if like it's perceived as like a disrespectful way of like, but that's kind of how you learn and adapt. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: right. just constantly learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Do you have to do a lot of collaboration at, in your job, Dawson? Yeah, you yeah, do. Okay. Lots. Okay. Do you have, do you have issues where
0: Yeah, all the time? Yeah. Oh, I mean, really? It's, it's I mean it's a, it's a matter of like I I'm in sales, so yeah. I have to sell things and I need it to ship, I need it to be set up, I need services, uh, I need
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: me me placing an order and then hoping that everything else goes into place and when it doesn't it falls back like, "Hey, you've got to fix this." Oh, damn. I, my my job is done. I sold the stuff. You should take care of it. I shouldn't have to go back in because you're taking away from my core job function,
1: are you usually the hub,
0: yeah, I mean, I've got to run everything like I've got to do like basically everything you know I start the project, I finish the project, mm-hmm. and then I need to rely on other people to actually do their part, yep. and when things go bad, it's like the pass the buck back to me instead of just doing it, yeah, it's like this is not it's not the, not that's not my job, yeah, it shouldn't be. I shouldn't be a bill collector. I shouldn't be a yeah, right. A scheduler. I shouldn't be, you know. I, there's a lot of things I shouldn't have to do, yep. and it just falls back, and it just takes away from everything else. And, hmm. uh, it's tough. It's tough in, the, in a sales
1: environment. Yeah, that is tough. But I was just like, when you were talking about that too, and that's why I was hesitating, I'm just thinking of different, let's say, supply chains. Like every every process has a supply chain I guess you can make that supply chain more efficient, but just like, you're never, we're, I don't know just what we are. We're never going to get rid of that. You know? Cause it is, I it could, it's probably less efficient for, it is less efficient for you to, to pull the trigger on the process and then be the person that schedules and yeah. then be the person that actually drives the truck and then come back and like begin that process all yeah. over. And like, so it is easier to just have specialized sections of that chain but then it gets all because if you could do it all by yourself, there would be no inconsistency in between, right. you yeah. know, but then there's an efficiency issue. Yeah.
0: So it gets very, very frustrating when you have to fall back and do everybody else's part. Yeah. And it's the same type of thing. Like, I'll be like, I, I can do this quicker than I'll try to work around it besides just submitting it. And yeah. I'll take 10 minutes out of my day instead of waiting four hours for an answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah.
0: That, that stacks up. I mean, that completely destroys productivity.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. There's, there's just not going to get rid of it. I mean, I I, I think uh, like little supply chains like that are really interesting when like an Amazon comes up and they just can shortcut that, and that's why they could exist because they found a little gap in between there. Yeah, I guess we'll get more f- fish that way. But uh, did we throw our final question at you last time? Was that a section when you were a guest for the second time?
3: What's the final? So question? we have
1: the speed round. We have the topic of the day, and then we have a philosophical question that we put all of our guests to. Ooh, that no. wasn't in place when we no. had you last time. Uh-uh. and he has. I'm trying thing. to think of what we talked. have been the listening
0: end. to the show because he would know. <laughs> well,
1: how long has that existed for? Like ten episodes now, <laughs> at least. <laughs> so you want to hit him with that final yeah, question? Should, man. Yeah, no, so I mean, can we, or should we just save it for the end? Oh, conti- oh, 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 what? We're not at the
3: end. Are we at the end? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Like Let's keep talking.
2: What are you? Gonna, what's what's up? What do you want to talk what's about? What's
3: up? Did you guys look into the quantum computers?
2: <laughs> I did. Yeah. Nerd.
0: <laughs> I know about the quantum realm. I'll talk about it all day. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's very similar. You should have. You should have looked into it.
0: It's like a time travel machine.
2: Yep. Thanos. Yep. <gasps> I am
1: inevitable.
0: <laughs> I I didn't read the article. No. Yeah.
2: It was just a couple of YouTube videos, I going I over, the videos like a high level description of what quantum been, computing is,
3: yeah been deep in the rabbit hole in terms of my technology news with quantum research I don't know it's 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 really interesting. I think it has a big impact on I kind of learned about it through actually just kind of following cryptocurrencies, nice. Uh, I don't actually trade, but I just kind of follow the coins because I think it's very interesting. And a lot of the coins have some interesting impacts on kind of the near future and kind of how we deal with coins. Do you guys think uh, like money's going to be obsolete?
2: I think money should be obsolete. Pa- pa-
3: paper currency. Paper.
0: Should be gone.
2: Is that what you it's mean stupid. by money? Is, is e- like dollar bills? The, do- the USD. Yeah. Is that going
3: to be
0: not. In even thing? its
2: digital form? There's always going to be. A form of currency. I know. Yeah,
0: but like paper, paper and coin should be eliminated. It's stupid. Well, yeah,
2: especially I think, the penny. I think that's inevitable. Sure, right. yeah, yeah, that's coming. Mm-hmm. We can we can see
1: that. Yeah, that's easy yeah. to I think see. When, yeah, yeah. But well, that's you thing, don't though. mean you don't mean digital USD.
3: That's the thing, though. It's like USD. I mean, it's not backed by anything. That's the USDA. So what the? <laughs> 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 um, <yeah. laughs> Anyways, getting back to quantum computers. Uh, <laughs> Got them. <laughs> it's fascinating, one, just like breeding into like the, the, the physics and like the science behind like the quantum, the quantum realm and yeah. kind of like entanglement and superposition. Yeah. And just like some really weird out there stuff. But then applying that actual abstract science into like how that ties into like quantum hacking, right? Being able to build like this quantum computer that could theoretically... Hack any cryptography or any kind of password instantaneously. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just wild, and that's that's where these these cryptocurrencies are trying to protect against quantum hacking, and kind of like you know write their blockchains to defend against like a super insane instantaneous processing computer that's quantum.
1: Yeah, yeah, that stuff is super bizarre. I think it's really hard for the lay person to grasp what that actually means like I've seen different things where, where they talk about how a particle is here but also there when it comes to quantum and all of that stuff entanglement uh, yeah I'm like how is a normal sp- person supposed to understand this like even when they talk about the different um, uh, like what is it when you get to 4D, 5D, 6D dimensions yeah. um, like after 5D like no no one gets it when like you can like bend time And, like, that's how you make the time jump and things like that. Like, the normal person doesn't get that. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, it's super... that's
3: that's that's what's interesting is it's a very abstract, high-level science. Yeah. But it's actually getting, like, it's driven into some applications. Yeah. And, you know, there's these big companies that are developing quantum computers because they know how powerful it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How are these blockchain developers kind of protecting themselves against quantum hacking
3: i guess with it's with how they write the algorithm Mm. there's a there's a way to protect it i have not looked into that much but i know that they are writing a blockchain in terms of superposition of the the property of a of an atom where like you could write the blockchain in superposition where this code would be unreadable Mm. right Because it would be in both states at once, so they're like encrypt it through. So they're using
2: quantum computing to encrypt the blockchain. Yeah. Okay. Like
3: principles Mm. of, like quantum physics, right? Sure. To write a Mm -hmm. blockchain. Yeah. Which in itself would protect against quantum hacking. Right. Right. Okay. Because if it's in superposition. Anyways, yeah, that's kind of spinning the wheels. I'm I'm not sure how relevant it is, but again, it's something I've just been reading into on my own. I think it's fascinating, like, that they're actually driving science. And IBM just, at CES, they just rolled out, like, a 20-quibit tw- quantum computer.
2: Damn. So this stuff is getting developed. So what are some of the good things you're doing with it, then?
3: Uh, so, yeah, so the actual good things instead <laughs> of quantum hacking and just all of our passwords being fucked, even your two-factor authentication. <laughs> really? Yeah. How? You'd be fucked. How? I mean, just like any standard password could get
2: instantaneously hacked. The password, sure, but then you have that second layer of authentication where you have to actually authorize it on. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, from okay. a different device. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
3: not sure, but
2: okay, sure. Uh, so,
3: okay, mm-hmm. think about like developing developing a new drug, right? Uh, there's there's like organic chemistry, AutoCAD, like simulation software. Um, that takes a very long time to render, like, think about, like, the interaction of molecules in millions Mm -hmm. to create a drug. Mm -hmm. Again, that processing and that rendering would be instantaneous. So, I mean, and that's that's the cool thing, too, is, like, I talk about the mesh point with cryptocurrency and quantum computers. Think about the mesh point between quantum computers and, like, the advancements in, like, artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. And combining those two. Technologies, it's yeah. just the capabilities there.
1: Mm-hmm. This is like Kurzweil's vision coming true, where everything's that's accelerated.
3: You know, we we keep talking about climate change, yeah, and we keep talking about. I mean, yeah, and like that's that's a very big concern, and rightfully so. But I think people write off like how fast technology is like really ramping.
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: because again, like you it's, get the, uh, yeah, it's
2: hard to grasp. It's yeah.
3: hard to grasp one until it hits us. iPhone, boom, <laughs> we got the iPhone. But that's the thing is, like, the, you get these leading indicators from like scientific journals and be like, they just broke through here. Extend, you know, they're using different, you know, elements to create batteries that are longer than lithium ion. So then there's like leading indicators there from research, and then kind of like you read about in publications and like how IBM is adopting quantum computers, you know, and that's kind of how it kind of makes its way into the market. Um, but then, but then like a technology makes its way to the market, but then there's like a delay as like, okay, we got this thing now we got this like Mm -hmm. quantum computer. What's the best way to use it. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a leg of like X number of years. Yeah.
1: Till you figure that out. I think there's a lot of factors that lag you know just the economy of scale like every time you make something um the D was the most expensive piece but like when you do it over and over and over the cost begins to go down um people's adoption like seeing where how it, it's applied and having to learn how to use that new system happens um so there's a lot of things that play into that lag but well think about it like
3: 5g right mm-hmm. 5g why do you think 5g would be important in this room. Why do you guys think that like five? g Oh, in this room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not though, right? It, I disagree. Okay. I disagree and I'll tell you why. It ties back into what I was just saying. Dean?
2: I, I mean, you can just process and receive data a lot faster. Sure, we have yeah. faster internet. Mm-hmm.
3: You're talking about what? A few megs per second up to about 30?
1: Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. That, Who knows like, how Yeah, the, with, how fast, with fewer
3: they, lag and like, latency. you to one, one gig. On 4 g 5G. I, I've heard estimates of 30, 30 30's, megs. 30's tiny. Uh, 30 is tiny. 30, maybe it's gigs. It could be. It could be up there. I'm yeah. Sure. So uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, th- the, the point industry, I was yeah. trying to make is, uh, you know, the Internet of Things is emerging where mm-hmm. everything is getting connected to our Internet. Driverless cars have to talk to each other. They're talking to satellites. Right. We're talking parking meters. We're talking to your refrigerator. Again, all these things need bandwidth, Right. So that's where 5G aids into, like, the mm-hmm. the overall meta of that need of bandwidth. Yep. Yep. I agree.
1: Yeah. I thought, like, for us, like, in this room, I'm like, uh, well, I'm just on the Wi-Fi. And that's the thing,
3: too. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, we're just on the Wi-Fi. We're just like, why would I, Joe Schmo, mm-hmm. need 5G?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think you do. I think we do. Like, it's we want those faster speeds, it's like, you know, think about when broadband emerged. Like, if somebody was very happy with 56K, and someone was like, well, now you can do... And they didn't get the what broadband would open up. Yeah, And people were like, well, do you want this broadband? Like, no, all I need is 56K. Well, then, like, we would have missed out on streaming video. Yeah, You know, we would have missed out on a lot of instantaneous action that happens on the internet.
3: So, that, yeah. that brings up an interesting point. In terms of like relativity, uh, it's just like, remember like 56K, it's like you're on Shazam or Napster downloading videos that would take like two days and be like, yeah, this 30 minute video is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to wait two days. Now you're like, I have to wait 15 seconds for this YouTube video. Yeah, you know? dude. I guess the worst part of that is like I have to w- like watch an ad. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, 5G was originally pushed out for like a commercial application. So you think when you see when you drive by a a news crew like they have that giant ass van? Yeah, they're not gonna do that anymore. It's all gonna be in a backpack because it'll be able to data, transfer the data so much faster. There's no need for it. Or nice. uh, I know they're putting essentially like uh, web servers on towers. Yeah. So that is, at some point you won't have to worry about initially having 128 gigs on your iPhone. It'll all be stored on yeah. the server in your phone. Just connect and go back and forth. So then it, it just leaves less on your phone or. it's all
2: cloud aren't they using it for like uh virtual like teleconferencing too and stuff yeah i mean there's a lot of things going Mm -hmm. through this but it's it's
0: aimed more at a commercial application Mm -hmm. now um it would be consumer but
1: yeah i mean that happens so if you just like follow the history of like science and tech that happens with so many different things or even um like how we scan barcodes. like einstein came up with like the first laser that could do that and Mm -hmm. people are like what are you going to use this for He's like, I don't know, but it's probably going to be useful down the line. And people like sort of wrote it off. And like now we use that all the time. Like supermarkets wouldn't happen without.
3: Well, inventory management would just
1: be nil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, it's just like sometimes you just have to invent these things for the sake of inventing them. And you kind of, I mean, there's uh, listening to Sam Harris's podcast, there's this futurist that came on, and um, he has this analogy called um, like the the urn of, like, destruction or something. And he he actually makes a really good point about invention for the sake of invention. He's saying, like, okay, imagine this urn. It has 100 balls in there. Most of them are gray balls. And that just means most of them are blue bars. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, all the gray balls mean you pull something out, and you, that's an invention, and it doesn't really mean anything. You can use it, uh, you cannot use it. Um, some are Some are, like, yellow golden balls, and these are, like, be great inventions of our time the mm-hmm. iphone or like antibiotics or something like that but imagine within that there's one black ball and that ball if you pull out you can't put it back in and this would mean like the end of civilization hmm. and so like like people thought like with the nuclear bomb that could have potentially been a, a black, black ball. ball like now everyone has understands how to get to a nuclear bomb you know like not necessarily everyone has the capacity to make one but now everyone has the knowledge and they know how to get there the fact that it's been done enables and you can't not have someone unlearn that and so like that was like a big thing that he's talking about like we're just pulling these balls out because that's what we're taught to do but do we want to take a second in here second here and think about is this actually the right course of action
3: I bet you there's people who think that artificial intelligence and the progression of that is, is, black is a black ball.
1: I believe I can believe that. Yeah. Elon the, Musk. Elon Musk. That might be. A, so if we are that close to the end of civilization, yeah. What is our final question for the show?
3: Yeah. Give me. Give me the philosopher. <sighs> what a, a cool transition.
1: Thank you. Hilarious. Did you. Did you want to do this? Hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Did
3: you write this down?
1: No.
0: Uh yeah. So really, the end of it. Um. What is everything? Why are we here? What's life all about? Why are we here?
3: I'm gonna answer why
0: why we're here.
3: You know, we're we're made of star stuff. We're we're made of dying stars. We're made of the matter of the stars, and it's cool that we are the universe experiencing itself, right? We're the we've developed consciousness mm-hmm. that we can think about these things, and. Uh, Man, okay, yeah, as to why we're here, a lot of different ways. Sorry, I'm going to take a little diversion. Speaking of Elon Musk, did you see about his interview where he got asked uh, if if there's a super smart AI, what will be the first question we uh, ask that, you, that you would ask? And he was just like straight face and like super serious. He goes, what's outside of the matrix? He's like, what's simulation. outside of the simulation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. he's so entrenched in the idea that we're in like a simulation
0: uh, I mean I'm not gonna be mad at him for it
3: I'm not gonna be mad either but I just feel like again it's just like the dangerous thought of like just being so limited in just like one thought yeah
0: I mean same thing we said for religion can be said for any other beliefs I mean it's just what you believe
3: yeah okay okay
0: why are, why are we
3: here um, yeah that's tough yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> uh, just trying to be as objective as possible oh man
1: no that's real so reason good. right
3: no, no yeah there could yeah that's the thing is like why does there have to be a reason it doesn't have to be yeah it probably isn't probably there probably,
0: really it isn't. probably isn't a reason we're here it's just uh... what i think is
3: crazy is that like the big bang was a thing was it? like that yes Yes. Wow! Scientific is there the, a my last my last book and my last book that I finished was talking about the history that led up to the discovery of like proving the Big Bang. That's pretty awesome. And that is scientific fact. Is it? Yeah. I don't
1: know. Ask Alex
3: Jones. No, man. The, I mean, he the doesn't Big believe Bang, it. He believes the Earth is round. The, but... There was a lot. There's been years oh, of wrong. science and observation <laughs> and brilliant breakthroughs and that big bang happened It it, yeah. it is scientific like proof at this point
1: <laughs> but that's where i feel like you know like I, I don't i don't believe in faith in the religious sense but yeah. like what like with the big bang or like quantum theory and things like that i don't get it but i believe other people do get it yeah and so that's where like you know like faith for me comes in. I have faith in these people. I mean if I could do the mathematical logic behind all of that I could get to that point. I just don't have that ability to do it. See that's for me when something tickles
3: my fancy like that I like like, again I'm at that point but I want to get to the start of it and be like why was this a thing in the first place Mm -hmm. and kind of what was the progression to where we're at now. Mm Mm-hmm. And that gives me such a better understanding of, like, why quantum physics exists. Yeah. And the importance and the meaning of it. Yeah. But that's the thing. is like, you you, you lay a question on me like that, like, why are we here? And, again, you know, that's the beauty about science and and research is it gets constantly disproven. Mm Mm-hmm. People, Einstein died, he did not like quantum physics. He did not think that, like, superposition and entanglement, that was, like, goofy talk. Yeah. So the smartest guy who's ever lived died, like, (laughs) refuting this idea. Yeah. Again, his ego probably got to him after his, you know, general relativity and special relativity. Sure. Where he thought that he was canon. Yeah. But yet, you know, we got these... Set of rules on the super small scale that just completely debunks and just throws off everything.
1: Yeah, again, I think that's where that humility piece comes yeah. in. You got to be ready to change and adapt. And so if- I guess I guess to answer your question, I we're,
3: we're here just to enjoy the ride. That, that's, that's my best way to put it. It's just I I don't think there has to be an objective reason as to Damn, we're why right. we're here, but w- we are here. Yep, we do know that. And, That's pretty uh,
1: baller in itself. Yep.
3: <laughs> cool. So when am I coming back next? What episode number thirty-four? <laughs>
1: Hundred and thirty-five. Hundred and thirty-five? We gotta get some You're breathing gonna room. push me back? We do we gotta get some breathing uh, it's do cr- room. Breathing it's, it's, like yeah, room. We episodes. do need breathing room, yeah.
0: Like every
3: ten episodes. It's crazy how fast we come up. Have you up had on any me? other recurring guests? No.
1: no,
2: no, Steve was a okay. time. <laughs> the literally, no. literally just you. <laughs>
1: no, that's why we're just like it's great because when you when we're like when you tell us like fifteen episodes from now we're like that's gonna be months. I love this. Let's dude. do it. I love this. I love this. But I we, love being in
3: here and like being able to use these resources. I know, Obviously, thank you, man. But like I just love talking to you guys. Hell yeah, just dude. like uh, I think these podcasts, like wearing these headphones, speaking through a mic. It's the most concentrated form of, of communication I know. of, of yeah. just like talking to people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You kind of brought that to my attention. I said that to our previous guest too, It's just like, you can go to a dinner table and tell all your friends like hey we're gonna talk tonight and have a great conversation but still three people are gonna be on their phone but when you have headphones on you have these mics in front mm-hmm. of you you almost have to engage well, in the conversation well,
3: there's a fantasy football draft going on my phone and the notifi- notifications are going off I was like I felt bad I was like turn that shit off nice, you know dude. what I mean I wanted to
1: respect the space yeah you know? dude and yeah. that's where it turns it on it's head it's brilliant man yeah uh, I don't know what number we're on right now but we'll get you 32 I think 32, 33, something like that. Yeah. But What'd you guys think of the lightning round? That was fun. I've never, have again? never had that experience. Yeah. That was fun. So was fun. we'll get you on again. But let's get let let us get through some of that's our fine. guest list. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and then also be uh, ready to the pinch hit once in a while, just in case. You one keep bringing gun.
3: that up, but you never reach out.
1: I know. Well, usually, like what happens is like it's like we plan like two days before, and then people are like oh like one of, like Dawson or Dean can't make it. Or just like, uh, let's just invite two guests really quickly. Or we should just hit up hit you yeah. up,
3: dude. My doors are open. Yep.
1: Yep. All right, you want to get us out of here, Dal? Yeah, this is number thirty-four. Okay, nice.
0: <clears throat> All right. Well, sorry. I don't know why I cleared my throat there. You can cut that out if you want. Otherwise, enjoy that sound of phlegm. Um,
1: you can connect Spell Phlegm. What's that? Spell of phlegm.
0: P H L E M. That's right. I think that checks. Is there
1: a G in there? Maybe uh, it's a challenge I I don't remember Anyways, you're us as
0: useless as the G in lasagna uh, You can connect with Quality Under Pressure at Facebook and Instagram At Quality Under Pressure You can follow us on Twitter At QUP Podcast And uh, send us an email at QualityUnderPressure at gmail.com I'd love to read some of those
3: Yeah, I just there's 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 do there's, there's a G in
0: you There's a G in you Yeah, that, that's it Thanks for <laughs> thanks for stepping on my cu- touchdown call Touchdown! We'll see you next time, Game of Thrones.